my God. My little fingers never moved so fast in my life. They're like, <laughs> Catherine, save me. Okay, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Look at those smiles. Look at those faces. Good Lord. Some really good looking people are on this thing. What is going on? And if you're not on this thing, I don't know what to tell you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our Monday Mindset meeting. Uh, I've received a lot of your messages. I know it's our last one, but it's a transition. It's a transition. And before we introduce Justin Darsham here, uh, I want to just remind you, if you haven't done so already, please let us know where you're at. You know, what kind of business are you in? So that way, both Justin and I know who kind of what we're chatting about and uh, I promise you the stuff we're going to get into the things that people have been requesting for things that I know you're all thinking about as a business owner is sales and we are going to give you one or two uh, things that you need to walk away with <laughs> now I know when I said we <laughs> I really meant Justin <laughs> okay so Justin is going to give you one or two things and so we'll have lots of that stuff kind of going on there so not to worry there uh, so please let us know it's a fantastic Monday morning uh, we're out of our um, uh, Canmore studios. Uh, I'm just putting that out there. That's wishful thinking. <laughs> That's wishful thinking. Just putting it out there in the universe and hopefully it will come back to us there. Um, okay, so let's just let me introduce Justin here uh, a little bit so we can get right into it. So Justin Ducharme uh, is the is going to be talking about the Monday today the mindset that's needed to increase sales. He has experience in sales over the last three years, mostly in the financial services industry. And if anyone knows about sales, it's definitely people who work in the financial industries. I see there's some of you on here right now. Uh, previously, he was in the car and the gym industry. Now, I'm not too sure if that was car sales. We'll talk to him about that in a second because I always make reference to sleazy car salesman in a good way, in a good way. So Justin maybe will be able to uh, uh, clarify that for me, maybe shift my mindset about it. Uh, Justin brings credibility, knowledge, and passion to his work. Today he's going to talk about the mindset needed to increase sales. Justin, good morning. Thank you for being there. Did I miss anything there? Morning. No, that was that was a great intro. Appreciate that, Kyle. I, uh, hey, before we get started here, I just want to take the time to, to acknowledge you and, and everything that you got going on here. I see some, some beautiful faces. I see Daryl, Pauline, Carmel, John, uh, Colleen, Lynn, and the other Carmel. Unfortunately, I, I can't see your faces, but I know you're listening. But uh, hey, man, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to say, well, I've been following you, Kyle, on, on Instagram for a while. Your energy your your magnetism you're like you're like a magnet and you just attract people so uh it's just an honor to be to be a part of your to be a part of your program here hopefully i can bring some value to you guys and you know you're you're kind of living the dream man you got the coaching program you got the show right keynote speaker that's that's what i want to do with my life and i'm just i'm happy to contribute to yours right so um yeah Awesome. Thank yeah. So, thank you so much for that. I I don't usually take compliments well, although people think I have a big ego. Um, they think humility is not my thing, but trust me, I appreciate that. It it makes me nervous. Catherine knows what that's about, so I appreciate <laughs> that, Justin. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So, what is this thing about sales? I mean, obviously, you you worked in some tough industry where I think you had to master sales. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the first well, first sales. I guess job career I ever did was door-to-door -door sales. So imagine having, well, coming from a construction background, imagine getting thrown into door-to-door -door sales, knocking on people's doors that necessarily don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> right. now, now that's a great way to get thrown into the, into the mindset game a little bit. And when I mm -hmm. first started out in sales, I had 
I had no experience around mindset. I never, I didn't even know what really a mentor was. So I was kind of just basing off my past experience, which was no experience. Right. So, so my mindset wasn't very strong. I couldn't handle rejection very well. I find I found that I was um, pretty much talking myself out of what I was doing every single day because I, mm-hmm. I didn't understand really how important the mindset was. I thought, hey, the more doors I knock, right, the the better I'm going to do, right? And it's kind of like the, the old adage is, hey, the more people you call, the more the more sales you're going to make. But I, I, complete, I completely disagree with that. I think there's a part of that. But I think in sales, it's, it's 90% mindset and I think it's 10% skill set. And that's that's an old adage as well, but I think it I think it rings true. Like, how would you agree with that? Uh, absolutely, I think you know a lot of times I'm, I I don't subscribe to the uh, knock on ten thousand doors and then wait till five hundred open and then maybe five people call you right. Like I just think there's there's better ways of being really effect, effective. And uh, but again, it's like you just said, if the mindset isn't there, if you really haven't hardwired this thing up here, then all that effort, all those things that you do is not going to go anywhere, right? So that mm-hmm. way, if that mindset's there, in my opinion, then if you're talking to four or five people with those skill set, you can really kind of create better engagement. So how do you transition to the rejection? Because I, I hear often for a lot of people, the reason why they don't go there or they hate sales is because rejection. And and I think you you hit on the head when you said that is that after a while, you start to talk yourself out of it, right? You're like, why am I going to get rejected? There's just so much you can do. So how did you pivot? There's a favorite word of the pandemic. How did you pivot yeah. to, to, uh, to deal? Like, how did you deal with rejection? Mm-hmm. Great question. Um, a couple things. First thing I would say is uh, come out of it from a servant mentality. Now, one of the reasons, like, yeah, you mentioned, right, the car sales and the door-to-door sales, right? What I was kind of doing essentially, like, technically was saving people like $5 on their, on their, uh, on their TV and internet, which is great. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not really a huge impact. But now one of the reasons why I really love the financial industry and why it made a lot of sense to me is because I can really come at it from a servant mentality, mm-hmm. right? When I, when, I, when I make a phone call, my mindset is how can I help this person? How can I get this person in a better position? And when I take it away from myself, no, there's nothing they can say that can hurt me. Right. Because there's you're really, because you're, yeah, you're coming at it to try to help. I'm, I'm, I'm coming at it with a servant helping mentality. And if they turn me down, essentially, like I, I know my value I'm giving them. I know, I know what I have to offer is, is good for them and benefits them in their life. So if they turn me down, that's, that has nothing to do with me. That's, it's all has to do with them. So when I come, when I come from that mentality, it doesn't hurt as much when I get rejected because I know my intentions are good and my intentions are to help them. Right. Does that make sense? It, it does. And, and I, I like that you said it doesn't hurt as much because here's the reality. We're people. We're human. It, it is going to feel away. Like every time we get a little bit of rejection, it's going to happen. Right. Um, yeah. and, and so but the idea is the, the piece is not to allow it to stop you to move ahead because that service and correct me if I'm wrong, Justin, that service mentality is really more about how do I help the next person? If you don't want mm-hmm. that help, that's not a problem. So thank you for that. Let me go mm-hmm. and help the next person. Maybe Pauline needs this right maybe john wants this right is because if Bang they on. have a problem i want to be able to tell that's kind of line what you're saying when you think of the servitude yeah actually can i can i add to that yes um so there's a great book i'm reading right now called think and grow rich and he talks about um energy and how people can sense your energy and 
Have you, have you, like, raise your hand if you've ever gotten a sales call from someone and you can just smell through the phone that they're trying to sell you something. I right? see two hands. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody raised two hands. Now, <laughs> I think a lot of that has to do with the tone of their voice, but a lot of that has to do with literally, like, the signals that they're giving out that you're receiving. I think, like, if you, if you really want to get technical about it, uh, Napoleon Hill says our subconscious mind can communicate thoughts with other people's subconscious minds, even across the earth. Yeah, right? I'm trying to do, I'm trying to deploy that in my dating tactic as well. I'm trying to see. <laughs> if... <laughs> yeah, right. And think about like a, even think about like a phone line, right? The energy from the phone line can be connected across the earth. Same thing, right? When you're thinking, I'm going to get this person, I'm going to close this person, they can feel that. So I think when you have that servant mentality, not only does right you connect on the energy, but it also comes across in your tone, your body language, and that is a huge part. Like that, that you know what I mean. The the mindset in that is just so powerful. That's the biggest. That can be literally the difference between somebody being like, "I gotta get this guy off the phone, block this number," and "Wow, this guy cares about me." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> now, Justin, I I think most people will get that and understand that. I think just to get more tactile is that when people feel that they're in sales, so for example, you're in a travel agency, you're in phone sales, or you're a consultant that you have to sell something, you know, they're thinking about making a quota, they're thinking about getting a sale to feed themselves, they're thinking about expanding their business, and they want it so much. So make no mistake, we get that a lot of salespeople want it, right? Uh, however, sometimes the approach may not come across as you're serving, you're trying to help so what would you say to those folks who are on the phone the person can't see them and especially in this pandemic there's more phone calls how do they make sure they can send off that energy like is there any one or two uh tips or tricks that you can suggest okay this is where you put yourself in a position so that way you could come across when you're on the phone uh more effective mm. yeah great question um from like a tactical standpoint i think I think having lots in the, I don't know if you guys have ever heard the term of like a pipeline, keeping your pipeline full. Mm -hmm. If your pipeline's not full, you're going to be desperate. Now, who, who's ever been there where they're like banking on two, three people, right? They need two, two, three more sales to hit their quota at the end of the month. And you got about four or five people in the pipe. So now it's, it's not even follow up anymore. It's like, it's like ground and pound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've never and, heard that. I like that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm gonna use that one from now on. But uh, yeah. right when you're when you're really, I, I think if the difference between, let's say I'm coming towards month end and I wanna, you know, I I need to hit two or three more clients to hit my quota. If I have 20 people in the pipe, I can really come from a servant mentality because I know there's gonna be two three people in there that need the help. Mm -hmm. And that really could use the help are going to be open to the help. If I'm trying to ground and pound these four or five people to make sure I close two to three of them. Yeah, I might close them, but it's not going to leave a good taste in their mouth. And, and that's going to affect my business directly because maybe I don't get the best referrals out of it. And, you know, coming out of, I think, come, to, like to answer your question, I think it's, it can be lost. That mentality can be lost when you're coming out of need or necessity or scarcity, right? 
Yeah, I mean, scarcity is the biggest piece of it. And I think I like what you're saying with that is there may be some farming opportunities to fill that pipeline, right? So, you know, are you not, if you're not farming, that's a problem, right? Because then mm, if you yes. don't have that pipeline filled and you don't plant these seeds and kind of be able to come back to it, then you're going to be, most cases than not, uh, feel that you have to um, be from a scarcity ground and pound. Was that what it is? Ground and pound? I need to... Yeah, Let's the scarcity ground okay. impact. <laughs> right. So, so that's where because of course you're desperate. Of course, beautiful cup, John. Um, so of course you're going to feel that uh, that stuff that's happening. So it's like build a pipeline. And if I could add to that, Justin, let me know what you think about this. Is yeah, you know, please. it's like put yourself in a position before you make that call. Like think about that for a second. When we're calling to complain about service, we're already riled up. What do you think that conversation is going to be like? Hello, such and such, how may I help you? And you're like, yeah, I need to talk to somebody about da 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 da. You already ravved up about it. But what if you said, before I make this call, before I follow up, before I do all this stuff, let me just go to my peak state. Let me just mm. listen to the things that brings me to my peak state. So that way, when I'm having the conversation, I could truly be saying, hi, Carmel, how are you today? How can we help, right? And so that could be a part of that as well, is are we actually being deliberate about the mindset? What would put you in a peak state? What's an example? Oh my goodness, for me, it's, it's a playlist. I have a couple playlists, one when I'm just before I speak at an event, um, I call it, actually the playlist is called uh, Peak State Playlist, right? So it reminds me that it's about getting to that. Music for me really puts me in that place. Um, not sure if you know, I sometimes like to dabble in the dancing part of it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so for me, it's like when I do that, I'm like ready, I'm energized, I'm ready to go. Then I could have a conversation. There are times where I've had to have a difficult conversation with someone either with me or I have to do to them and I may get the call and I'll say can I just call you back in five minutes I don't want to uh, please know I will call you back I'm just wrapping something up and then I'll go to my peak state playlist I'll listen to one or two songs and then I'll call them back because I know it's going to put me in that mindset and so mm -hmm. for those who may feel that they're desperate about something or this is a big gig and I don't want to mess it up, maybe give yourself that opportunity to put yourself in the mindset that you can be able to be eloquent and speak intelligently about what you're trying to say, but as well that you can receive whatever's coming up that other end, if that makes sense. That's amazing. I uh, That reminds me of a, a book from John Maxwell I read called No Limits and he talks about in order to kind of like reach your full capacity, whether it be relationship capacity, production capacity, whatever it is, you have to have like, like another word for peak state would be like, you got to like fill your bucket, right? right. Um, essentially get, get back to a peak state. Now it could be your music playlist. It could be the books you read. It could be the people mm -hmm. you're around. For me, per, like for me personally, if I don't go to my parents at least mm -hmm. once a week and see my mm -hmm. family, yes. then I'm operating out of not a peak state all week. Right. And like for you, it's the music, right? For me, it is music as well. It's a little bit of a combination of everything. Or like if I don't read my book at night, if I go, if I don't read at least my 10 pages at night, I, I don't feel sharp and I'm not right serving as well as I could be because I'm not sharp. I'm not in a peak state. 
Absolutely. So, Justin, what are you, because you kind of have to know what you need. And I often say this to my own clients and people when I speak is that, you know, the best advice a flight tenant will give you is put on your own mask before assisting others. And if you don't have your mask on, how is your bucket filled, right? Like, how are you going to do those things? And if you find that today may not be a day to make service calls, you know, sales calls, it's today's not a day to cold call, today's not a day to, then make it not a day because if you go, half butt into it this is what's going to happen right you're mm-hmm. not going to get that deal you get frustrated with yourself you're going to get rejected and then you're going to blame yourself for it or everyone else around it right and so you're not in that so mindset good. to receive that stuff right what's your thoughts on that justin i i i agree with that i agree with that 100 actually i got a question for you on top of that where do you draw the line between reacting emotionally and reacting what would what would the opposite of that be um like logically knowing that you do have goals to hit where would you draw that line but like you don't want to give into your emotions obviously we want to override our emotions but we're not in that peak state when we do override our emotions so like where do you draw that line between like you know taking three days off a week because we're feeling not so great mm-hmm. right where, yeah. where would you draw that line i i don't know if it's a line specifically for me, what I hear is more around the mindset around actually checking in with myself. And Mm -hmm. so a part of that comes where if I'm emotionally triggered, I know I'm emotionally triggered when everything is being blown of proportion or I feel heightened about it. It's a physical thing for me. My heart rate goes up. My mind gets busy. So if I'm emotionally charged, one of the questions that has proven to be successful for me uh, is asking myself, is this fact, what I'm experiencing right now, is it facts or is it feelings? Because if it's facts, I could actually deal with it. I could say, okay, it's factual. Here's what they need. This is what we need to do with it. But if it's feelings, then I could say, okay, I'm making the story up right? Often we will say, what story am I telling myself? And so if I'm aware of the story I'm telling myself, then I could, so to speak, call myself off that ledge, right? Yeah. <laughs> and to be able to pull back. And, and, and I like what you said is, yes, there is somewhat of that line to be saying, you know, when is too far? And I think in that moment, if I'm feeling emotionally charged, what I would say to people is say, okay, today's the day. Tomorrow, let me check in again. And I could say, what I'm experiencing is a factor is a feelings. Because if it's feelings and I truly want it to be factual, if I truly feel that Pauline Allen hates me, I'm going to say, hey, Pauline, the story I'm telling myself is you don't like me very much. Is that true? Right. Wow. I'm not going to accuse her of telling, say that she hates me or or you think I'm a, whatever at the story I'm telling myself. And she has an opportunity to make it either factual by saying, well, you got that right. Or she could say, where did you get that from? Because more times than not, I see in the sales process that people really start telling themselves a story. When oh, they, yeah. someone says so no to me, they're saying when they're saying no to my product or the solution, they're saying no to me. They hate me. They don't like me. I'm not good at this. I'm awful at this. Again, feelings, not factual. So if Mm. I'm in that moment, I need to be able to say, you know what? Today is the day I'm going to deal with this. Tomorrow is a brand new day. I mean, Mm. uh, I'm constantly reminded by these little memes everywhere that says, you know, the rearview mirror is there for a reason. Only for when you want to look back. But what is this big thing in front of us is the windshield. This big view that we have access to is the windshield, but yet we spend so much time in the small little mirror looking back, looking back all the time, right? And so that's where I said, yesterday was my pity party, today does not have to be the pity party. So that way allows me not to go three days or so. Wow, that was, that now, was an amazing 
perspective. Can't you tell this guy works on his works on <laughs> a little bit? No, appreciate that. Um, Justin, wow. I want to give you I want to give you dabs on this thing here that uh, someone mentioned in the comment there. Uh, he says, I get frustrated by LinkedIn contacts requests, which are clearly not from a server man mindset, just purely sales and self-centric. Mm. I mean, I could talk a lot about that. I don't know if Justin knows a lot about that. And Justin knows where I'm going to go with this when I say mm. that, because Justin has somewhat of a LinkedIn profile, but it's not there. What, yeah, okay, my LinkedIn things. is a little What's lacking. going on with your LinkedIn? Yeah, what's going on? When are you lacking. setting that up? Okay. <laughs> And, and secondly, what would you say to, to Les here who are saying, you know, because what's happening, and I'm sure folks who are listening to this or on here today, you, you, you get a little note that says, hey, I'd like to expand my network. And then you add them, right, to, to your network. And the next thing you know, they're like, hey, how can I help you? Hey, I have this. I want to be able to do this. Can I give you this? Can I give you that? Right. So it's really right off the bat about sales like what would you say to folks if they are trying to expand their network and of course it's kind of a modern way of doing a cold call what would you suggest to them to, hmm. to be able to be effective and not coming across like yeah. that sales 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 wow that's a that's a great question i think um i think if you're organically building like a lead base or building a network it's always good to come at it as a friend first mm-hmm now that can be a tricky situation because you ever go uh you know let's say you're looking to prospect somebody you ever go out for a coffee and they can tell that you're just waiting for the right opportunity to bring right. the conversation up yeah you're waiting they're waiting to jump in right they're waiting to oh hey actually this is just random <laughs> thought but uh, <laughs> hey I, by the way i sell this and this and this yeah right so um i think on the receiving end of it, like if you're receiving like that, I think it's just filter out the ingenuine people at that point. Absolutely. And, but I think there's something to be said about that. Um, like if, if you're the one going out there, right, you don't have to necessarily, you know, spend two months talking about their kids just to ask them for, uh, you know, for the sale or whatever it is. I think it's at, at, at that point, I think you have to create a system of qualifications, right? If you're looking to actually you know, create a pipeline from cold leads, let's say on LinkedIn, I think it's, you're looking for qualified buyers. Like if you're right, if, if you're looking for, let's say you're looking to, uh, you know, sell your, your health and beauty products or something like that, you know, be, you can be direct with someone, but you got to make sure they're qualified in that market to do so. So you can be direct with them. Right. Absolutely. You know, and if I could add to that as well, um, Justin, you know, because I, I do get a ton of them and I do have some canned responses I send. Um, and, and here's the thing, guys, we have to appreciate everyone's in sales and we have to yeah. appreciate someone is, is, is doing exactly that. I mean, they're not there to annoy us. They're not there to be deliberate, you know, to provoke us in any way. They're just trying to sell and they may not have it all figured out themselves. And so, so if you could appreciate that, you could then be, you know, I would say um, empathetic uh, with someone. And sometimes the, some of the responses I will say, you know, give to someone says, listen, I appreciate you are out here, you know, grinding as well and trying to progress your own sales. I think what you're offering right now to me is not something I'm looking for. And should that change, I'll reach out to you, right? So I will send that because then it lets them know that, hey, I appreciate it, not what I'm looking for right now. Um, and I let them know I'll reach out to them. 
right? Because if I don't, if I want to be removed from the follow-up list, I'll say, hey, I'll reach out to you, right? But if I do generally want to be on their follow-up list, I said, hey, can you check back with me at the end of the month? Or why don't you just give me a couple months? Leave this with me. And, and that's another way for you to end it by saying, hey, just leave this to me. I'm not traveling right now, but maybe you could just follow up with me in a couple months. And then mm -hmm. this way, you'll be able to do that. Um, another response I um, sometimes will send is I'll say, listen, how can you actually solve my problem? How does your product actually solve my problem? And if you generally have a problem, put it out there. Just say, listen, right now, I appreciate you're trying to help with lead gen, but here's my thing. I don't have time to do the lead gen. So how can you actually help me with that? Right? So if they're not clear with the problem, which is, you know, one of the things I want to kind of chat with Justin on and think what we've been saying, I want to just kind of roll it up for everyone here is to be able to be clear with the problem. And if they're not clear by their message to me, or if they're copying and pasting messages, not my business, I'm just going to be very clear with them about this is my problem. So can you outline for me how your product or services will help me solve that problem? And then you put it back on them to be able to come back to it um, because you're going to have that. I mean, less, I mean, as much as I would love for you uh, to say, yeah, there's no way, because if you don't expand your network, because you don't know who they know either, um, you'll be able to do that. Um, and, you know, another option is you could say, hey, I'm out here grinding, too. Maybe we can collaborate. Like, don't be afraid to say, if you want to get in my network, I'd love to get into your network, too. Are you mm -hmm. open to that? And I find there's so many people, Justin is not interested in collaboration. They're truly not. They're really out there trying to, to sell. And if you know that and they expose themselves to be that, then it's not your cup of tea. Unfollow them. Don't respond. Whatever you want to do. Um, but like wow. I said, just be mindful that they're, they're all, we're all trying to feed each, each ourselves as well, right? That's so true. That's so true. And like you can, people can definitely, genuine people can get caught up in that, mm. in that right copy and paste sales especially if they don't right have their have their pipeline full which is a little bit of a side note but i love yeah. that i love that perspective that's awesome perfect is there any questions for uh justin i think justin's okay to stick around for another 15 minutes if you guys have specific questions because i said with with sales you know it's about i mean justin is well informed well read so trust me he has all the the tips and tricks so to speak um but again we all can learn from each other when it comes to this uh, uh as well so any question just throw it in the chat or if you want to unmute um you could do that and then in the meantime i would just say to justin you know what should if there's one action that people who are in sales can do starting today what would you say um, what would you what would you suggest to them? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, actually, I, I really want to touch on this. And when someone shared this with me, this kind of changed my this kind of changed my whole mindset around around growth and, and getting better. So I want to I want to end on this. So now, I think too many people get caught up in the results that they've had in the past or who they used to be, right? And first time somebody told me, they said, "Hey, Justin, you got to." Right, you gotta create a new identity. You gotta forget who you were in the past. And what I what I did was I tried to fix. I tried to fix who I was in the past. I tried to fix my mindset. But then my perspective changed when they said, Justin, you just gotta create a new self every day. Right? You gotta you gotta identify who you want to be, and you gotta create yourself in that every day. Right? So if it's someone who goes out and does ten thousand dollars of sales, right? Maybe maybe you haven't done that in the past. You gotta tell yourself it doesn't matter what I've done in the past. This is who I am now, and you go out and create that new person. And that's going to change everything, right? As soon as I stop 
fixing myself. I just created a new self. That's when my sales actually went through the roof. So that's not really too much of a tangible thing, but just a mindset thing. I would challenge you to take half an hour to an hour and write out who you want to be, who your future self is, and just step into that. You know, isn't that amazing that we have the ability to recreate? You know, yeah. and I love what you said about that, Justin, is we recreate. Whoever you got rejected by yesterday, five minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, you know, again, it's not about that, right? You have an opportunity. And I think sometimes maybe that's a human nature thing that we seem, we tend to hold on to that, that type of baggage, you know. And here's another airline uh, thing. You're only allowed two pieces of carry-on, okay? So anything that goes over two pieces... <laughs> Can you tell I used to work for an airline? Uh, <laughs> that's over two pieces of carry-on. Uh, it's not. And that's what it is. It's our baggage, right? That baggage. And there's nothing wrong to say, okay, maybe that approach last week, last year, right, um, didn't work. You know, and Justin, you know, people don't know this, but what I said to you earlier is, you know, we're out here doing our business retreat, you know, thinking about our business. And sometimes it's disappointing to get back to the same spot because you're like, wow. But sometimes I could tell you something is working. So maybe you should keep that, right? And the other piece that's not working, let that go, right? Because you have an opportunity. The reason why we do this once or twice a year is to be deliberate to recreate if possible. And so I like that you'll be able to kind of put that together and say, hey, here's what it is. Um, John, I see your question. Please stick around. We're going to do a quick outro and come back to it. Um, and Justin, you'll, you can see John's question there. I'll give you an yeah. opportunity to think about that so we could respond to that. Guys, thank sure. you so much. It's been amazing doing these weekly mindset um, meeting. Uh, this has been great for us. A lot of feedback we get. Lots of you watch it on YouTube. A lot of you are in our podcast. We've posted Justin's information up there. So reach out to him if you have specific questions um, on sales or just whatever. I you know, love his young mind when it comes to new, creative, innovative thought. I think we need to nurture that because sometimes people feel it's an age thing. Like wisdom and age don't always come together. Okay, so anyone who's waiting for someone who's 95 to tell you this stuff, you'll be waiting a long time, right? So that's what I really, really, really appreciate about Justin here. So guys, thank you so much. Um, uh, stay tuned to the things that we have in mind and store for you guys to be coming up later on. I, I promise you it's going to be epic only because you know we're really trying to pivot to what you guys want and what you guys want to be able to do so we can definitely do that and for those who followed us for so long thank you so much really appreciate it um and uh and again a lot of your feedback and stuff like that works as well so uh have a great week and for those who are sticking around please do because we're going to come back and continue the conversation when we're talking a little bit more about uh sales Thank you so much. That was brilliant. I really appreciate it. Great, great insight. Uh, thank you guys so much for that. So let's just kick it off with John's question there. 
Hmm. Um, I just want to say I love that video. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that when was... are we going to play that again? Like, what, what's that about? <laughs> well, well done. I'm going to have to call your video guy. <laughs> yeah, um, I appreciate that. Thanks. John, to answer your question, I think it's a really good opportunity to build genuine connection with people. To really, like, slow down to speed up. What I mean by that is slow down and really... You know, people are people are looking for connection. That's one of the six basic human needs that Tony Robbins talks about. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but people absolutely crave connection and they crave significance. So this is an opportunity for you to connect with people and make them feel significant, right? Because we can we can slow down and really have those key conversations and really properly, you know, connect with people and treat them the way they need to be treated. And I think that's going to serve us long term. So, to answer your question, I would say right now is just a really really good opportunity to build genuine lifelong connections that are going to serve you and them forever yeah i mean and i think the pandemic has done that justin is it's showed us there's another way right and and, and people had to pivot a little bit because i know there's a few people who love to do a deal with a handshake or see people in person right i mean mm -hmm. and this monday yeah. mindset was a result of that is how do we stay connected and find other ways to communicate and i think this is really showcased to us that there's other ways of doing business there's other ways of staying connected totally. and so uh at least in my impression of that i really think that you know it, it's heightened right that how important the connections are so i appreciate that for for you as well i mean and i love some of your videos justin your videos on instagram you are actually killing it right <laughs> i know I, I know i have a lot of moving targets in the, my platform and stuff like that um but again i i pay attention to those things you know I, I look at those things and we can always learn one or two things and i think that energy you right you bring to it and for you know in john's question cases if you have social platforms you have different things that you're you're doing blogging writing commenting those are pieces too right so you may not do blogs and videos and no one's saying you have to do those things but there's other things you can do to showcase your connection and i see some amazing comments when people comment on certain people's content and stuff like that it's great because that's how you can show connection as well so you know again if it's not your thing to do videos you could also make a connection just in your your comments. I, I know I've gotten a lot of connections myself just by mm. commenting on certain things, right? So, want to know something uh, that I, well, somebody was doing this and then I, I started doing it and it worked. Um, one way to like make the, the sales process a little more genuine and personable is in your follow up, send them a video of you talking. Say, hey, like it's, you know, I, I know it's been a couple months. Hope the, hope you're, your kid Sebastian, you know, is doing well. Um, you know, I just wanted to, I just wanted to connect with you and really, you know, you know, things have been whatever, whatever. I really just wanted to reach out to you, you know, I care, whatever, right? Send them a personalized video. I've gotten such good responses from that. Absolutely. It's actually, it's actually really fun. Yeah, uh, that's a great suggestion, Justin. And to be honest, it's actually quite efficient because then you don't have to be typing out and you know you can just actually say it and i think it brings it to the top because it's a little bit different right and people see who you are as well because you know some people can spend hours crafting <laughs> crafting um for those who know christopher lawrence knows that he is a bad person <laughs> i just want to say that as a segue because he's doing bad things in front of me anyway um but but i agree with you it's just a way of being able to stand out right just to make sure people see and they could see how you interact with things right instead of you spending all this time 
crafting this two sentence and it took you what 35 40 minutes to write you can actually just send a quick response um, and the folks that. who are on your sales absolutely that. absolutely um you know they'll see that i like that tip that's a that's a great tip any other questions um for justin uh i want to hear from you pauline like i want to i mean because you're in a unique kind of business where it's similar to I think what Justin was saying is that you're able to help them Pauline's in the telecom world and so she's able to she has lots of different providers lots of different vendors that she could actually provide value to folks right and so how does she get a chance to get there so uh, Pauline what is what has been one of your biggest struggle or struggles so to speak that you may want some some thoughts either from Justin or myself on well, I just find, uh, for the most part, you know, like just getting in, in front of people because in the past it was in person, now it's not. That being said, one of the things that the pandemic has done is it's allowed uh, video and that sort of thing to become more accepted. And, um, you know, I was with a particular provider, got laid off because of the pandemic, and, you know, I had a choice of going, oh, you know, I'm in trouble, or I can right. quickly pivot, which I did. And um, by me offering multiple providers, I truly do help people. I actually said to a uh, prospect who's, we're getting close to finishing up, and, you know, we were talking about the different options, and, and you know, he says, well, I don't know. And I said to him, I said, you know what? You can pick whichever one you want. It doesn't matter to me. What matters is what's important to you and what's going to work for right. you. That's the well advantage done. of what I do is it doesn't matter to me which one you pick. I want you to be successful. And uh, it's actually proven to be, and I've got some great vendors to support me, um, and it's actually proven to be very, very helpful. Do I lean more towards one or two? Absolutely. But the reason I lean more towards those one or two is because of the support that I get, because if I get the support, my customers are going to get the support. Right. And so that's where that's critical, absolutely critical, you know, and, and uh, so that's that's where I am now is just trying to make sure that I'm, you know, getting in front of as many people as possible, but it's not always easy. It was funny, uh, Les had mentioned that LinkedIn thing. I got a message this morning from a guy. He's been con he's been trying to get a hold, and he's a he's a financial person. He's oh Pauline, let me let me jump on a quick call, and I can show you everything that I do. And I'm like, <laughs> but I don't want to know what you do right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and you know, a few messages ago, I actually sent him my calendar link, and I said, you want to talk to me? Here you go. Yeah, yeah. Make it set up a meeting, but he hasn't set up the meeting. Really? And so to me, it's on hmm. him. Yeah. Interesting. So it's like, wait. here's my calendar link. Pick, pick it. So what you were saying though is you're looking essentially to get in front of in front of more people. Mm-hmm. And yep. it sounds like it sounds like you, you got your sales to... process down. I love that you're coming from servant. You're like, here's the options. I don't care which one you pick as long as it's better for you. That's amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it, it really yeah. is. And, you know, I think, and Pauline, I think what you do really well, obviously, because I know you quite well, is that you really are trying to identify the problem first. And that's the other thing that I think, uh, I think, mm -hmm. Justin, that's missing in this whole sales process is that we don't actually nail down the problem. Right. Like that person who sent her, here's my product. Here's my thing. Let me talk to you right away. And they don't even follow through. That's the other thing. Right. Yeah. But, but why do I just, need it? 
Yeah, why do I need it, right? And so even if someone reaches out to you, there's like, again, no one calls me up, right? I mean, despite what Catherine said to me earlier this morning that before you guys came on, she said someone called and they said, hey, they want to talk about coaching. But no one calls and says, hey, I'd like to start a, a six-month coaching program right away. No, like we have to have a conversation to find out, okay, what works and what doesn't work and what truly is their problem. Because maybe my coaching cannot solve their problem right? Maybe it can't. And I, I have no business taking on a client if I can't help them, if I actually cannot get them to the next side. And sometimes I think people start selling their services or products without truly knowing that they can solve that problem, right? So, Justin, what's your thoughts on that? I was, I was going to say, I think, the, I think the questions that you ask are going to be the results that you get and the, and the connection that you get. Like, the, the best salespeople, right? Well, let's use the word salespeople. The best salespeople are the best question askers. Mm -hmm. Like Kyle said, I guarantee Kyle, when, if I were to call Kyle and say, hey man, you know, I kind of looked into your program, not sure if it's for me. First thing he's going to do, what are you struggling with right now? Exactly. What do, you, what do you need help with right now? How can I help you? Asking those questions. And like, like Daryl said, there's, there's no, there's no like, necessarily system set up but I think the best thing we can do is is set up that system ourselves and just ask questions be be interested not interesting yeah. right I love that, that, well, that I'm just trying to be interesting but what he really should do is be interested interested in you I and I have had clients where I've actually said to them you don't need me right now mm -hmm. you, I love that. you've got everything set up but yet those very same people have actually referred me to someone else that did need me Absolutely. And so it worked out. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, sometimes even if it's your advice, sometimes people can do it with products. Uh, and we know, I know we live by that in our own organization. Sometimes you have to give some of your best stuff away for free, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, they may not be a client. They may not be a prospect for you, but they may know someone who could be right and so you know there's always something in it like you can get something out of it too and and i think you know back to the original part of what justin said and when we started this morning was you know find opportunities where you can serve right is there an opportunity for you to serve can i serve here and if i can't help you know your network too is going to be great where i could say listen I may not be for you, but I'm going to connect with Justin because I know that you probably have a better connection there or he can help you in some way, right? People remember that stuff, right? And so even if you're not for them, they may know someone that is. And sales is not just, and you know, I, I need you in the backup choir in this, Justin. Sales is not just what's in front of you, right? You are also selling to their entire network because that's who they're going to be talking to. They're going to come across to God, I met this guy and da, 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 da. And I know you complained about this and I think he can help you too. It's amazing when it's done right. Like think about when we buy a product or service and we start telling people about it. Oh my God, this shirt is like the best shirt. They didn't call you up and say, hey, can you please sell that shirt for me? No, we naturally do it because we're like, wow, love the experience. It fits great. Makes me look like I'm working out like Justin. So why not do it, right? Why can't I do it? Justin, what do you think? Uh, yeah, appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> working out like Justin, that's hilarious. Um, this actually, I, I kind of zoned out here. I started thinking about this story that I, that I heard on a, on a podcast, kind of about the word of mouth. Uh, a guy I listened to, uh, Sal Frisella. So he, him and his brother own a, own a supplement company. Either way, 
they uh, they're pretty wealthy, right? And they have these parties all the time. And they had this they had this cake lady who would always come, and she was the cake lady. All their friends used the same cake lady. Everybody used the cake lady. And what happened was the cake lady, you know, talked behind his wife's back, talked mm -hmm. poorly about his wife. So guess what? This guy, first of all, fires his cake lady, calls up all his friends. All his friends fire the cake lady. Now this cake lady just lost her entire Nothing. network because she Absolutely. said one bad thing about this one person. Absolutely. Now he's like, now I got a new cake lady. And guess what? All my friends use this new cake lady. And <laughs> I just thought it was pretty, pretty funny. Like word of mouth is just absolutely everything. Like, I, I don't know how that really ties like directly into that, but I just, I, that was a, when I heard that, I'm like, holy crap. Like yep. really the power of one person can completely change your, and like just treat everybody with such, such respect and get to know people and right. Ask the right questions. And that can literally just create this, huge network for me one person that's all it takes. The, way, the way you treat them and the questions you ask them i agree justin well thank you so much everyone else please thank you so much carmel thank you for that amazing thought carmel you've been with us since day one so i appreciate you uh john paulie you guys have been with us from day one so thank you for listening and watching and following us i really appreciate it justin any last comments how can people uh what's the best avenue for them to reach you is it email is it insta what exactly is it any final thoughts before yeah. uh, we end up I would say Instagram for sure, um, at the Justin D. I'll put it in the chat in a second. I would love to connect with you guys over Instagram. This is John. I just want to give a shout out to John. John's been taking notes, right? I'm loving it. I can tell John's John's serious about getting better, and I got a lot of respect for that because I'm the kind of guy that wants to get better every day, and I can I can see that in John. So you're gonna you're gonna do big things, man. Um, Anyways, yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. I'll uh, I'll put my Instagram in here right away, and I'm I'm not not as active on Facebook. I want to get more active on on LinkedIn for sure. So if any of you guys got LinkedIn tips and wanna wanna be my LinkedIn coach, let me know, and I'll I'll uh, we'll I'll, pro I'll probably sign up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, everyone else. Thank you so much. Like I said, you can reach out to us at, at any time. Uh, please take a look at Justin's. <laughs> Uh, videos. That's why I jab at him often because he does have some really good content that I could uh, remember by. And you know, when you when you do those things, it's because you care and you like it. Um, thank you so much for that, uh, Les. I really appreciate that. I hope this has been helpful. I hope this series have been helpful. And like I said, we will. Christopher and I are going to be doing uh, something else on our podcast because apparently you guys really like when Christopher abuses me. So apparently we're going to do something where him and I are going to be uh, going at that for a little bit and uh and i think it's going to be really fun i mean i think you know we have a lot of information we want to give out we want to be able to help where we can and this is what this is about justin i really appreciate you stepping into this and and Thanks, helping guys. and i'm sure we'll we'll stay connected and i want to put that public accountability out there for justin starting today that by two weeks from now i'm giving you two weeks that's more than i give my clients justin i'm giving you two weeks to have your linkedin account set okay. up Okay? okay, so that is way more generous than anything. And so you guys have to start searching for Justin on just to make sure it's there. And if it's not there, I want you to message him <laughs> on Instagram. I want you to make a comment on anything he posts and say, how's LinkedIn coming? How's LinkedIn coming? <laughs> and uh, we'll definitely get him up and running. Thank you, everyone. Have a blessed Thanks, week. Guys. Cheers. Take care.